Welcome to Rough Draft, a podcast where two writers talk about what writers do. I'm Rachel, a smart girl. I, what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you can do it. No, pause, 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 no, pause, 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 pause. No, 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 we're going to run that back. I wasn't ready for that. That was a what? Rachel, <laughs> what the? That's the most boring joke you've ever done. Do yours, do yours. Come on, we can do this. Power through it. <laughs> I no, it's too late. We have to restart. Hold on. I'm okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome on. to Rough Draft, a podcast where two writers talk about what writers do. I'm Rachel, a smart girl. And I'm Sarim, a smarter boy. Oh, that's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. <laughs> need, okay, we're keeping all of that in because I need the listeners to know what's been going on in the Really? Back. Wow. Of course we're keeping no, it. This is your first taste of behind the scenes, listeners. I hope you enjoy. Oh my goodness. Anyway. Well, no, it's like if you're going to lower the bar like sub hell levels, like the 10th, <laughs> the 8th circle of hell, then I am going to just piggyback off of you shamelessly. That's I what you did. get. Okay, listeners, That's before what you get. we started recording, I warned Sarum, who was thinking very seriously about his joke. As I, I said, always do. Sarum, you might want to lower your standards for this one because i have mine that's not lowering my standards that's <laughs> taking them out back and putting a shotgun to their head rachel there's a difference i'm a smart girl and i'm gonna use this episode to prove it sorry i'm speaking of writing welcome to the accountability corner <sighs> what have you been up to lately writing what nice? have i been you know what this is actually gonna be my worst accountability episode okay yet and in terms of writing well i i, I wrote a major I think two two major pieces for work. Watch out, internet. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. But Well, I mean, for work. So, <laughs> um, I'm also, I'm, I'm pretty sure one, my name doesn't go on the bigger one because of legal reasons. Anyway, Rachel, what have you been writing? Um, so I haven't been writing, but... Wow, shame. But I shame. haven't been writing. I, I should. You know, I think that's what my days are missing. I think they're missing that creative spark. But I have made i don't know if i talked about this last episode no i definitely haven't because this was last mm. week but because i went on splurges of buying comics and manga thank you silver snail for your sale thank you not sponsored but could be and the thing is i so i sh- i showed this to you Sarum, but indigo was having a um buy two get one free manga sale ah uh, yes and the issue was I was so tempted to buy more manga, but then I told my group chat, I'm like, listen, guys, I'm tempted to buy more comics to fill the void. Whatever you do, do not let me near my wallet. Exactly. And then my friend said, she broke it down one fell swoop. She said, have you given your current collection any love? And I go, oh, I haven't. I just That's a really good way to put it. More. That's a really good way to put right? it. That just shames you into not right? buying new things. It's like... Ooh. You want to have another child? Have you loved your current children? <laughs> okay, right, yeah, no, honestly. Can your friend talk to me about my Steam backlog? I need that kind of motivation. Hello, listeners. Welcome to our time machine. Sarum, how are the uh, conditions in the time machine right now? I'm very comfortable. My stomach hurts, and I'm blaming the time machine. You can't... <laughs> let me just you, go with thermostat, uh, thermostat, like, raising it a little bit this time. Wow. Right. Um, fellow co-host yes. and friend, I'm uncomfortable, raises heat. <laughs> disrespect. Sorry, 
there's I'm looking around the time machine. There are lovely photos. There's a gigantic yes. photo of your friend um, of Gabrielle. Of yeah. Gabrielle. Um, there are lots of photos of our, all our other good friends. However, we don't have any new additions this time. We do around. not because everybody hates us. No. Um, <laughs> yeah. So welcome everyone. This is the feedback segment, and this week. We don't have any feedback. Let me just stretch my legs on all this space we have right now. It's amazing <laughs> in here. Anyway, but yeah, so this is us. I'm so uh, tired of the times when I've been cramped with your kind words, but now in this hollow emptiness, oh, I can curl my toes and stretch my calves. It's great. I'm selling the time machine for 50 cents and a <laughs> freaking coffee. All right. Anyway. Sorry. Yes, Rachel. what were you saying? Well, we don't have any feedback, and so we thought, well, we can't just not do the bit because the bit has become the bit for the show. Mm -hmm. So we're, we're just riffing for a bit. But a question to the listeners, yes, listeners. and potentially Rachel. Mm -hmm. um, this has been the feedback segment just because the feedback segment proved fairly popular and it was a good thing to like make a bit out mm -hmm. of. But mm -hmm. is are there any kind of other segments you might want to see? Any other bits you might like us to do as like yeah, a cutaway? Yeah, what do you guys want us to talk about for five minutes in this yeah, segment? Yeah, before the main episode begins. Because right now we're not talking about much of anything, which is normally how episodes go, but there is still a topic, <laughs> right? We don't have a topic right now because we don't have any feedback. This so. could be like our 10-minute power hour, like whatever the game drums do, or like those this is the... good mythical morning people. Good, no, this, this is like the housekeeping where it's just like, you know, the co-hosts get like, remember that they actually do have chemistry and just vibe <laughs> for a bit before starting the show. So... Yeah. Oh, let us remind you guys, you listeners, um, if you, you do want to leave listeners. feedback, um, if you have me and Sarum on socials, feel free to message us on socials. Please um, DM me. My inbox is dry. Except, except LinkedIn. Except LinkedIn. I don't check LinkedIn. Um, wow, that's really unprofessional, and bro. And also, we do have a feedback form on our website. So yes. Yes. Um, Sarum, could you tell everyone what our <laughs> website is? Just making me go narrator voice. She's milking it at this point. But anyway, <laughs> if you would like to leave formal feedback, please go to theroughdraftpodcast.com. And if you can't spell that, sucks because I'm not saying all those letters out loud. Or you can email us at mail at theroughdraftpodcast.com. And uh, while we're waiting for those lovely letters to come flooding in, I'm just going to stretch my arms up into oh the ceiling God. of our time machine because there's so much space well, here. you Move know what since we have <laughs> all of this space i'm physically stretching right now in case it wasn't obvious since we have all of this space let me just quickly keep up with another running gag of the show and mm. make sure i mention this at least once every episode <clears throat> persona 5 okay all right bye. Done. we're going to start cutting it off now all right bye guys. bye I think this is a perfect time to talk about the topic we're going to talk about. Sarv, if you could so eloquently um, introduce it, the floor is yours. Talking about writing in essays, bruv. You know what I mean? <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> I don't know. You said eloquent. My first thought was, how do I make this sound as ineloquent as possible? That, but no, Sarv, this is exciting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I want. I need everyone to know what our background is with essay writing. Because again, Sarv and I Pain. are... Pain disgusting academics so sorry tell me all i know is pain how did essays um how shape no, how did, you as a human being <laughs> how did essays influence your life in undergrad because i'm just sure you've written a million of them 
essays didn't so much influence my life as they did ruthlessly take it over. I think that's so, a good way yeah. to for something to influence. Yeah. No, I mean, okay, obviously I learned a lot from essays. I learned, like, you know, they influenced me because they kind of fed in... I naturally think in sort of a more, like, methodical way with any mm. task I approach. Mm. And so going into an essay-based program just kind mm -hmm. of... It accentuated that and just complemented that and added on to that and rein reinforced. That's what I'm looking for. So what so, you're telling me is... Before you picked your program, you looked at your stats and you compared to the my program stats, stats and you right. saw plus it was green lit up plus plus sign best match and you're like ah yes yeah I no it very was just good like for this program <laughs> it's like compartmentalization is currently at ninety five and this has wait five listeners listeners just in case you don't know what program Sarm studied in university Sarm would you tell us what program you studied. See, okay, the way you're phrasing this makes me feel like you're making fun of me because if I'm there's not one thing... making fun of no, you. No, it's fine. It's just that if there's one thing I was unable to do, it was not mention my program every five minutes. So, <laughs> I was an English major. There uh, he is, I... everybody. There he is. We, we found him. Yay! English major. <laughs> is yeah. it true that every assignment is an essay? Like, what is the life of an English major? Um, yeah. <laughs> it's like, here. Here's what it is. Here's what it is. Right, English majors are the people you most expect. We're the people who you think do all the reading. Obviously, okay. everyone does a lot of reading. Okay. Right. Okay. But like, we study literature. Okay. Reading's like our thing. Okay, okay. We are the people who do the least reading in all of university because if there's <laughs> one thing that is an English major's absolute best friend, it is spark notes okay. or it's distant, not so distant cousins, grade saver and schmoop. Not sponsored. Really could be. <laughs> Wait, because I remember in university, a lot of my friends were yeah. also English majors. And during lunch, I'd be eating my sandwich or my spaghetti. And I'd look <laughs> over across the table and they would like have their laptop because they have like 60 essays to write and 100 mm -hmm, pages mm -hmm, to read. Mm -hmm. Like they were non-existent in final season. See, okay. They'd be like, I have an essay every day. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. My approach... Half the time was way too laissez-faire, like I was way too laid back. But, but, <laughs> but, the reason I could afford to relax a little bit, mm -hmm. um, in before people say, because you were an English major, no. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. struggled too. Mm -hmm. But um, it was more so that, I don't know, yes, every prof is, I'm not going to say especially in English, because I'm sure this is like a mm -hmm. university-wide problem, but every prof has their own specific demands that eventually you have to learn to accommodate. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, aside from that, uh -huh. it's really easy to kind of just over the years just develop your own kind of formula, like get mm -hmm. it down to a science, mm -hmm. <laughs> get the English down to a science, and then eventually just, you know, repeat and just input mm -hmm. whatever new information you need to for that specific essay. It's not difficult. See, okay, I want to talk about how we like the, the grit, nitty gritty, how we approach okay. it, but right. I'm going to tell everyone my background. So Wait, hold on, hold on. I, yes. I, okay, I... My mic isn't close to my table, so this is the best we're going to get. Just drum roll, please. I am a linguistics specialist. I'm going to use suck. the word specialist. I'm going to use the word specialist because that's what it says. Okay, now degree. you actually suck. I'm a specialist? Um, so I'm kidding, I'm kidding. The only kidding. essay writing I ever did was for all my tangential classes, like Middle Eastern studies, Egyptology, mm -hmm, East Asian mm -hmm. studies, and stuff like that. <laughs> Egyptology. Freaking like, my, it was fun because a lot of it was breaking down a concept thing. Um, mm -hmm. Not a lot of commentary work, but I I wrote an essay or two in my lifetime. Okay. Sarm, I am your 
beautiful co-host Rachel and I'm asking you this is hey, highly unrealistic sorry. <laughs> how do you write essays I'm kidding Rachel Kawaii <laughs> tell me give me your secrets okay all right look how do I write essays <sighs> I'm trying to think of ways to put this in an, like say this in an entertaining way but I feel like I just gave it away a point quote analysis basically what I do mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. I come up with my main talking points okay right like just generally the ideas yeah, I have yeah. I, I take like three, because usually it's just three body paragraphs you need. I yeah, take the three best yeah. ones, point quote analysis them each mm -hmm. with one or two quotes, depending on how long they essay oh, has okay, to be. Okay, okay. Then write my body. And then once I've written the body paragraphs and come up with a general argument, I then come up with a thesis to tie it all together. Oh, so you like backward, like yeah, reverse I back engineer it. I reverse engineer Yeah, yeah, I reverse engineer ah. it just because... But that's not like a unique thing, I don't feel. Because I've definitely been told yeah, yeah, by professors yeah. once or twice, like the thesis is one of the last things you come up exactly, with. You yeah. have your argument. Yeah. You know what you're arguing. But the way you phrase it and specifically what your thesis will be, that mm, comes last. Half the time, one of the biggest tips I got, go through your essay, write it out, write your conclusion, look at your conclusion for two seconds and then realize you've just written your thesis. Exactly. And then put it at the top. In, so, okay, okay. Yeah. See, this is, this is really interesting because... At least how, I don't know if you're, you were taught the same way in high school, but how I was taught in high school and how I used to teach. So I used to teach English, actually, how I Ooh. used to teach high schoolers um, and by high school, something like grade eight. No, no, yeah. sorry. <laughs> grade nine, grade ten. Gra I was um, about to say grade eight is not <laughs> even I know that. And how I used to prep EQAO kids um, was. What does EQAO mean for listeners a, who may not know? It's the standardized writing test. Oh, oh, for high yeah. schoolers. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I would tell them, think of your thesis first, then find evidence to back it up. Because that's how I was taught. Yeah, yeah. But, like, mm -hmm. that's like... Okay, yes, I do the same thing. Like you mm -hmm. find the argument first. The, like, the, the phrasing is important here. It's just like... And I, like in terms mm -hmm. of... What, the reason I say not doing the thesis first is because your thesis is you're specifically... You're getting very, very specific about what it is exactly. you're arguing. And that can mm -hmm. limit you. If you come mm. up with talking points that meet a topic or meet a prompt, mm. then you can tie them all together after the fact. It's okay. easy to think about it that way half the time. Listeners, we're going to get real deep because it just occurred Ooh. to me that we have in some way also made up a metaphor of how people think and argue online. Because if we take what we I have. said... We have. Because we have. if we take my method or the method I was taught where you think of a thesis first then find evidence to back it up, it's yes. like saying you think of a hill to die on first and then you scour the <laughs> Google just for evidence that will back only your <laughs> argument up while you're saying look at the evidence and then see what truth or what thesis uh, see what claim you can yeah. make and see what claim you can make <laughs> okay so so I'm assuming you, you, the, the approach you outlined was the internet version which is just like okay cancel first evidence later <laughs> exactly Although, to be fair, half the time someone's cancelled is because something actually happened. Yeah, it's so for good reason. Maybe really. not the best metaphor, but still. But still. <laughs> Accuse first, evidence later. What? Okay. I like your reverse engineering thing. For me... Yes. It's the closest I got to actual engineering. I Are think... you proud of me, Mom? That's interesting because I actually never did that in university. And it might be also because like, I wrote different kinds of essays compared to the ones you wrote. But this is how I craft my thesis. I right. think... I'm I'm the nerd in lesson in lesson one in class one. Once we mm. go over housekeeping, I go straight to see what the final exam is, the final essay will be, <laughs> and then I think of the thesis in my head, and then 
every week if I can, I will harass the professor at their office hours <laughs> about my thesis until we've crafted one together. So you that's there, the time for Professor, <laughs> fine tune this for me. Okay, so, but okay, yeah. here's the thing. I think we have opposite approaches, but it also works for who we are. Like, mm. okay, because yours was very, your field of study was very research based then. Mm -hmm. Whereas mine, like, the only thing I'm researching is the contents of a book. So uh. you can go far out and wide, whereas my, the nature of what I write has to be very, very hyper specific. Which is mm -hmm. why I think for you it works better. Mm -hmm. Kind of come up with a very specific argument so that you can direct what it is you're looking for. Because research can be an endless rabbit hole. Makes sense, makes sense. But for me, I only <laughs> have like 300 pages of a book max to look through. Rather than getting... Because if I, the problem yeah. is if I get hyper-specific with a literary essay mm -hmm. from the get-go, mm -hmm. I limit myself because what if there aren't the right quotes to prove what I'm saying? Yeah, now you only right? got page you, two, six, and five to look exactly. at. Exactly. Like I have used quotes that are a stretch before and sometimes mm -hmm. it works, but sometimes... Sometimes it, it's a huge gamble, which is really good timing because I just finished Kakeguri season one. But it is literally, <laughs> it's literally yes. a huge gamble if you go with your thesis first mm -hmm. because if you stick to it, the, like the more you get into it, and the more proud you become of your thesis. Mm -hmm. You're like, this is a great mm -hmm. argument. Then you're screwed when you can't find the evidence for it, and then you have oh. to rework it, and then it just it feels like a huge mental barrier. Yeah. It may not actually be that much work on paper, mm -hmm. but in your head, that's gonna kill if you come up with a banging thesis and can't support it later on. Which is why I have my general argument. Okay. Find the points to support it and then okay. craft a thesis around that. Okay. So we work in reverse and for good reason. I mean, we could go on and on about how we write essays. Um, but I feel like that's information that can just easily be found from some savvy yeah, YouTuber like... or Google. Um, so I do want to talk about, Saram, what's your Ooh. most favorite essay you've ever written? Oh, God. You know what? Okay. Tell me, there tell me. There are probably essays. I know there are essays I've like specifically enjoyed writing like i enjoy the subject matter i enjoy mm -hmm, my argument mm -hmm. and i can i know there are some but i can't think of any off the top of my head but one essay i wrote i, I specifically remember this this is a great story okay, okay it's here it, it's kind it. of one where i really enjoyed the subject matter but it was also the reason i like it is because of the way it happened so i oh, had this course oh. i had this course okay which was about it was about uh mystery and detective novels Okay. And their relation to actual legal practice. Oh, that's okay. That's cool. Which that's like cool. mainly like the detective part, obviously, because yeah, what the yeah, mysteries yeah. have to do with the law. So, um, and and the prof was like, "Listen, this man was very clearly intelligent, but all he did was talk about law school. If we weren't uh, talking about fiction, so it was okay. like I, I I I I didn't go to class very often. Okay. Um, okay. Go to class, kids. But yeah, so." <laughs> this final essay for this course was worth 50% of the grade. Oh, no. And I had barely gone to class. And I knew oh, what I was going to write about because I'd done yeah. all my essays. on like Basically, yeah. I found a way... Because there were essays in that course that weren't to do with fiction very much. They were to do with the legal aspect of things. And obviously, mm -hmm. not going to class mm -hmm. and not being a law student, I, that, those were objectively kind of difficult. I managed... And this was the most English major I've ever been. I managed to twist it. every single essay to relate to these like seven rules of... Uh, detective fiction that we were given uh -huh, early in the course. Uh -huh. So somehow I managed to make every essay a literature essay and got away with it. But the mm -hmm. final essay, 50% of the grade. Uh -huh. the bottom of the ninth. I don't know why I'm using baseball metaphors. <laughs> and in two days, it was a 10-page research paper. It was my first ever 10-page research paper in university. Ten, wait, 10 pages, like, double Double space. spaced. Oh, you're, you're fine. Okay, but yes, yes. It's a lot. Okay. And then, 10-page um, research paper... And 
I had <laughs> I had two days to write it. Sarum. I managed. I think, and here's the thing. I did. I did your method, and okay. it, by a stroke of luck, right? Lightning hit. Yeah, yeah. I came up with a banging thesis on mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. the influence on how detective fiction in a certain country would be able would be so influential and like so important that it would be mm-hmm. able to influence actual legal practice. Like oh. the detective fiction would introduce a certain dilemma or a certain concept that actual lawmakers would look at and be like, you know what, that kind of slaps. Let's put that in here. Okay. I argued about like the societal impact. Did you of really say? Fiction. Did you really say we live in a society? As we thesis? live in a society, <laughs> and you know what? I found a perfect research paper and surrounding research paper. I am so I, happy for you. I you wrote really that got... entire thing in two days. I struck oh gold goodness. in terms of the content because I came with a thesis first. If okay, I didn't find okay, research okay. for it, I was done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I hope you can all tell I'm very excited about this. I've yeah, spoken. Yeah. I think my like words per minute this episode has been higher than any <laughs> other episode. But yeah, and so two days. Mm-hmm. Find the I find the research, come up with the thesis, like finding the thesis over that, write 10 pages of what I think is mm-hmm. like, it's structured and it makes sense. But because mm-hmm. I'm writing this in two days, in the back of my mind, I'm like, this is, this is a drivel, bro. This is like barely answering the question. I get an 83 and ace the course. Boom. Oh, you know that what? Is, that is my biggest Chad moment in university. You know what? I'm proud of you. And Thank you. those two days, okay, were, the, were they like you've hold yourself up in your room and you're like click clapping, tip tapping? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This nice, was like nice, we nice. went full on like, okay. Marathon writing. I'm writing that we live in a society, but for the next two days, I don't live in a society. <laughs> all right. I am. I'm a hermit. I'm out. One of my favorite essays. And this, okay, I, I let's go have, back to the episode. I might have told you this already, Sarum, but okay. it turned out that the final paper slash okay. essay I wrote for my entire undergrad happened to be one of my best ones. Like, it was... Let me... This is... You can't make this up, how all of this came together. But... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The stars aligned. The seven Dragon Balls the, came together. The stars aligned. I was in my fourth year, and I joined a third-year-long course on Egyptian mm-hmm. mythology. And Ooh. it was taught by my favorite professor. Shout-out Nefertiti. This is the same professor who inspired the comic Dark Magic. His name is Professor Leprahan. A professor inspired that? Yeah, he inspired that that poem. That's amazing. Okay, continue. And this is actually the class where this poem was inspired. But it was Egyptian mythology. And it's the same assignment at the very end. You have to write an essay. And the topic is, you have to explain how this essay changed some point of your life. It's not essay, sorry, how this class changed some point of your life or influenced it that's amazing i want personal essays let and me then, shit post for a final um, grade I'm, I'm gonna expose professor lepon just a little bit but i had asked oh. him professor why, why is it this essay topic and he goes rachel if i'm gonna be honest with you <laughs> you know it's, it's good when they start with that he's like it's because i'm so sick of reading essays about this one problematic um pharaoh and he goes i'm so so tired of reading essays about um the pharaoh akhenaten he goes i'm sick of it so i just changed it to this instead <laughs> i'm like all right bet but my last so that and it just so happened with my exam schedule and everything this was the last paper i would ever have to write for undergrad Jeez. um and the Yo, paper, you really got a journal entry I, to cap I, off your undergrad. That's I really amazing. I got a movie cap off for this, complete with dialogue at the end and narration. <laughs> but the title of the essay was, of course, I did the heading subheading. The title is, Live Like We're Dying, subheading, 
how a nation thousands of years old taught me how to grieve. And it was, it was a, like, it was so good. So basically what I did is, the Egyptians were, like, straight up, like, vibing. So Egyptian mythology... (laughs) As they do, as they do. In mythology is a little chaotic, as in... Just a little. They don't have a pantheon the same way, like, the Greek and Romans do, where this person is related to this person, this is the mom, this is the dad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Egyptians, because it was such a big, long society... You switch things we live up a in a bit. society. Like, depending on what was going on during the days, they would be like, okay, you're not the son anymore. You're going to be the dad because it works out for this. So they would, like, <laughs> they would, their mythology was so messy. <laughs> you're telling me they had to retcon a bunch of Egyptian they, lore? No, they kept retconning their own mythology because they're like, why not? Um, That's amazing. And I think the basic thesis is I was like, in the same way, when you go through bad times, you can retcon it to make it work out for yourself. And then that was, that was my thesis. And I remember getting his comments and that was my favorite essay. And I'm like, I could not ask for a better end to my undergrad. So that's me- that I'm very happy for you. That I was love very how nice. mine is wholesome and yours is, I cheated the system. <laughs> I gamed the system. All right. 100% synchronization. I am the system. I feel like we didn't talk much about how to write essays, but... I mean, there's only so yeah, much you can exactly, say, right? Like, exactly. I feel like the focus was our personal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. experience with essays. And so I think we're going to change the question from not how mm-hmm. to write an essay or how do you write essays, but more so, what's in an essay? Yeah, what does an essay mean to you? So, Sarum, to close Sorry, us Rachel. off, mm-hmm. what does an essay mean to you? <laughs> you can't just have no, a question Christian. without an answer. That is true. To me essay means a glorious opportunity to show just how much I can write, given how little I know. <laughs> and an essay means to me, this, these are the words I made. They're about me and I wrote them. That's what essays mean to me. <laughs> essays are a vanity project, yeah, nothing more. <laughs> We've come to the last page of today's chapter. This podcast's audio engineer is John Katanis, and the music in the background was Sunset on Augusta by JC3. Our cover art was done by Sean Cashin and animated by Rachel Chow. Next episode's question, just which pantheon will Rachel reverse engineer next? Find out next time on Rough Draft.